yeah, so as you, uh, as, as, so as was the case before, uh, this will be a team, um, team work for everyone uh, within his or her portfolio who tackle his specialized field. So on finance, it will be Mr. Wadia, as expected, so uh, you will uh, tackle on that one. On verification, uh, uh, Mr. Zaiba uh, will tackle it. On the centralization, uh, Mr. Tumatiro will have it. He's the one uh, responsible for that. The others will be the deputy director and partly uh, myself. Um, how many defaults are we satisfied with the cases after after the application? So this one, I think. Those who do not submit, that's the default rate we are talking about then. Uh, on the political independence, yeah, this one I think will let me tackle it. Um, do we keep our documents electronically or otherwise? So Mr. Stefano will handle that one, he's the head of records and documentation. Only recommendations. If nothing is done, what do we do? Allow us by But the deputy director will handle this one. What recommendations? Of the 16,000 Ministry Public Officers, how many Ministry Public Officers do we expect? This is a very good question. Uh, uh, very good question because it, um, it is, it, it's touching on a very critical areas where challenge uh, that we are facing. So let me just uh, handle on the, the clarity on the, the political independence from Lake. Uh, you have rightly given an example of um, the APs you are referring to who have allegedly been voted for the 2019 2020 financial year, much as you have acknowledged that it is. Uh, uh, with the parliament. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. As uh, so we have already uh, said, that um, uh, it's important to follow procedure, procedure based on what the law uh, envisages. So, uh, for a defaulter of a particular category, the law is clear. It's clear, it talks about what to do, how the director. Or authorities can handle it uh, on the, the defaulters. So, for those that you've, um, uh, you have uh, ably mentioned, it's true. Uh, it's, it's not, not that uh, if it were the director, the director was not supposed to handle it. But because the law says it should be uh, done in liaison with the parliament. So parliament will be a better place to 
please do respond to that one. Unfortunately, uh, this workshop, maybe it was an oversight. We did uh, invite uh, Parliament, we did include Parliament. It was very pertinent because it's an institution which we report to. It was supposed to be with us there. So, but the independence we are talking about, in most cases, we talk of independence. In most cases, the political independence, I mean, from the political influence. And we don't have to uh, pretend that those things are there. They are there. It's a fact. They are there. But in this particular case, because it's what the law says, actually, that this is how to handle uh, uh, matters of that nature. So, uh, it's a, it's, we are still independent. We are still independent. Because uh, you can handle certain things at the end of the day, you are at fault because you are taking powers which are not which are not your powers. They are not your powers. So it's better uh, to follow what the law dictates on that one. So be assured, at least on independence, be assured, uh, colleagues. There is that political independence. The political influence, as I already said, it's not possible. It is not possible. It's a multi-party It's not possible. But it's the powers that are not vested in the director, so to speak. It's the powers not vested in the director. So if powers are vested elsewhere, it's better for that way that the organ has to do that. Yeah. So maybe let me ask you a colleague, maybe the uh, Thank you very much, Director. I think I'm supposed to deal with a question related to how to deal with. Uh, after we've made recommendations. It goes back to the functions and powers of the directorate. So if after verifications, um, uh, the office establishes that there is a case that needs to be pursued back, uh, further, then we would have to submit that or report that to the ACP, uh, Police, Police Service, or Director of Public Prosecutions. So we stop at making that recommendation. And whatever that recommendation is, besides the reporting, or there is also what the director has mentioned about reporting to um, a high authority such as a monitoring committee uh, with respect to uh, elected, elected officials or public officers or minister, cabinet ministers. Um, the recommendation would obviously be, like I said, there is um, dismissal, disappointing public service. That is then made to the relevant employing employment authority. So it stops there. And that is why we mentioned earlier that perhaps um, in the law review, we should be thinking of having prosecutorial powers uh, because that's as far as we can go. We make the recommendation. It is now up to that um, uh, employment authority to take it further. And I suppose this is one of the reasons why we're meeting today as well. It's one of the reasons why, uh, today is one of the reasons why you can, as, as, as uh, our colleagues in the media um, industry, if you are pushing these matters and you've got the right information, then um, I think that is also a platform to perhaps uh, apply some pressure to these institutions. But we stop there at recommendation and reporting uh, levels. Thank you. Mr. Uh, thank you. Um, there was a question on um, 
kama nikifuata zone na nikurikiza kati kule uh, let me make before I come to that let me clarify that uh, the 16000 the okay, declarations that we are talking about uh is a cumulative figure since 2014 some of the declarations they existed from the system because they retired and as they resigned uh so they are no longer uh, active with uh, district public officers so at the moment uh, uh the figure that you might have uh, as an active figure is between the range of 12000 um with regards to uh, how many defaulters uh in the political political category uh it's within the range of 50 to 20% of those who are expected uh Uh, to receive uh, their uh, detention forms. Um, there was a question on whether they are satisfied with the cases made by other law enforcement agencies according to education. We can say that we are not satisfied because uh, people are looking at us to see results, but um, since the files are in the office, in the adult Uh, in the office of other important institutions, we have been difficulties uh, to, uh, to push them because it's, uh, it's their office, it's uh, their discretion, they have their only priorities of cases to investigate. So, uh, in a nutshell, I would say uh, we are not satisfied. Thank you. On the same point, which cases are more frequent, is it over or under declaration? Uh, it's uh, under declaration. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my question is to talk on how far you have gone with sensitization. I can say we have gone very far. Why am I saying very far? We realize that we are limited in number. The only way we can do to make sure that we, we, we make sure that this exercise is to replicate ourselves. So what we did was to have a memorandum of understanding with the National Initiative for Civic Education. We are aware that the officers in various offices where we are able to share our materials that we the public on our institution. We trained all the National Initiative for Civic Education officers and there area civic education officers to help us disseminate the information which we have. In addition, in each and every public office where we have got declarations, we requested that those institutions submit to us names of people that will act as desk officers. These are people that work hand in hand with us in terms of information dissemination and also in terms of managing the declarations. For example, MRI has got various borders around, you know, still only in Blanta. Immigration has got also offices in various borders. So we have got what we call declarations desk officers who we use to communicate every information we have and also even manage the declarations uh, in those particular offices. So no institution can claim that we don't know about this. Uh, as far as uh, the bureaucrats are concerned as well, 
some institutions have gone even as far as inviting us to meet their particular staff that declare, talk to them so they can ask questions, understand what we do, why we do it, why should they declare, and then let them know that information is supplied to us is public information. And today, I believe we are replicating further because all of you, we believe none of you will stay idle and not write anything about us. We believe that the message will be sent out there. We deliberately focused this one after people have just submitted declarations so that as we go and do the verification process of the declarations that have been submitted this last month, uh, the month of April, um, nobody will have no excuse. We communicate in various means. Um, sometimes we also use local radio stations, sometimes even the mainline radio stations, even press releases in various newspapers, depending on the target group that we are dealing with. And we also invite you to advise us if you think that you've got some space uh, where you need some more information for the people to know, because I know that most media institutions have also a component where they want to provide kind of a community service to the general public. Write the director, invite us, we'll come and explain and clarify certain things which we do. And that's part of the uh, awareness that we are looking for. I hope I've answered your question. Thank you. Well, how far have you gone with sensitizing other institutions like road traffic and the like? Very far. I, I said very far. And such institutions have invited us and we have also gone to talk to such officers. Yeah, recent one is, was immigration. Immigration. Like to one finance minister, how much <laughs> is your alert? Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Moderator. In the first place, uh, is clarification. Probably didn't get me well. Uh, on show how much we get from government. I did not say we only get 100 million uh, on any cases. I was giving an example of uh, a particular department or a particular activity. Say, for instance, verification. Verification, we need an average of uh, 100 million just for verification. Uh, but what is allocated to us is around 30 million, and what we get actually is around 20 million or 15 million, which is not enough to conduct verification. So it's just an example of one particular activity. That is not adequately funded, but it doesn't mean that uh, we are funded 100 million, no. Uh, it was just a clarification, but someone actually was interested to know how much do we get probably on annual basis. I will actually look at the, the trends for the past three years. Our budget is categorized into two. We have one, what's known as PE, personal emoluments. This covers wages, salaries, and other benefits. Uh, wages, salaries, and other benefits, these are statutory. The moment government deploys you, actually it is mandated to pay you. So we don't have much problem about that. The only challenge that we have on PE, or wages, salaries, and other benefits, that uh, probably the salaries that we get from you know, public service, or the, from the government, are not attractive enough. Uh, so much so that we are unable to retain some you know, uh, staff, quality staff, competent staff, in other sections or departments. For instance, IT. You know, in our institution, we've been using the manual declaration system, but we are actually migrating to the digital declaration management. 
system. And in that case, we require a lot of IT personnel. So one of our experiences is that uh, for the past probably two years, we have been unable to retain staff in IT section just because, you know, the market is quite competitive. They prefer to work in another institution where they are given more. In the government, you can't negotiate salaries. So that's the only challenge that we have under wages and salaries. But actually, we get enough because that one is statutory. Government has to pay us. But the main challenge is on ORT, which is the other recurrent transactions. Uh, other recurrent transaction budget is the one that we use to pay for the activities for which the institution was created to execute our mandate, but also to pay other administrative you know, uh, functions. This is not really adequate. Uh, as I indicated, of course there has been some you know, increase in terms of budget allocation since the institution was established. We started with 120 million, now we're at around 700 million, almost a 400% jump, uh, looking also at the market work that we are doing. However, it's still not sufficient. Let me give you uh, the trends for the past uh, three, three years. For instance, in 2019-2020 financial year, to execute our mandate, we required 1.1 billion. That's actually what we presented to Ministry of Finance. But uh, what was approved by Parliament was only uh, 722 million. What we are funding was only 600 million. That represented 60% uh, budget allocation. In 2020-2021 financial year, what we asked the government to fund us was 1.3 billion. But what was approved by Parliament was only 871 million. And what was funded to us during that particular financial year was 763 million. Again, we are operating at 60%, 40% below the required uh, ideal budget. Last financial year, the one that had just ended uh, last March, 2021-2022 financial year, which was only for nine months, what we actually asked from government was 934 million, but what was approved by parliament was 584 million, and of course we have funded the whole 584 million. But we have also been operating at 60%, 40% below the uh, required budget. So uh, suffice to say, no, we haven't been adequately uh, uh, funded in accordance with what we require. But, uh, you know, these are the challenges that cut across most uh, all government departments, you know, agencies, ministries. We are, of course, appreciative of the uh, Ministry of Finance because they almost fund us 90% of what they allocate to us. Although they don't uh, give us the ideal budget, what is required, but at least they fund us almost 90%. Uh, so I can say it's not yet adequate, it's not really adequate. And those are the trends. We've been operating at uh, almost 60%, which is 40% below what is really required for us to uh, effectively and efficiently execute our mandate. Thank you. Okay, um, thank you so much. I'll handle a question which came from understand should be available on the keeping of our records. Um, currently, we are in more like a hybrid 
type of records keeping, but much biased towards manual system. We are almost 80% keeping our records manually. Our filing system is manual. We open a physical file for each and every listed public officer and we keep all those physical files in a room. And um, since we are moving towards the uh, modern society, we are also um, partly keeping our records digital. Uh, there are two forms of digital uh, process here, understand me. 30% uh, of these physical files that we have are digitized through scanning. We have produced a PDF uh, output of the uh, physical files, and then we have uh, a storage of those in the uh, relevant storage devices. And uh, but from that, uh, we have another form of uh, the digital uh, documentation, whereby uh, we have an internal file management system, or we uh, expanded it to internal uh, declaration file management system. We initiated this system to assist us in internal file management and tracking system. So we engaged uh, an IT expert who developed a, an internal system to assist us in this kind of work. So what happened was uh, we engaged external data entry cracks. So these external data entry cracks were um, required to capture each and every declaration information, what was declared in each and every person's file was captured into this system. So um, uh, with that, uh, we are able to have uh, a comprehensive backup of the information declared by each and every, every listed public office. As we are moving towards the complete online declaration system as already highlighted by the, the director. So, um, that's about how we keep our files. Just to extend, uh, I think Mr. Zaiba, the verification manager, also hinted something on the, on the uh, number of files that we have. Yes, we have over 60,000. And he said that uh, oh, we need to point out that uh, some of the LPOs are not active. They exit the system through either death, uh, retirement, and other factors. But still, uh, their files, we still keep them. Uh, this law requires that we still keep a file for a listed public officer for another seven years before the date one has exited. So once we have a formal communication that somebody has uh, retired uh, or is aged or has been fired, we still have to keep that file for seven years because anything can happen. There are other investigative issues happening that also require that particular file by other law enforcement agencies. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. Stefano. We are behind schedule by 35 minutes. So unless there are very, very many questions, we'll take two and we'll go for it. Yeah, maybe just um, a rejoinder to uh, a critical question asked by, by Lucky on uh, the members of parliament, uh, the alleged defaulters. You have the law with you. If you go to section 11, 
section 11 of that law, um, subsection 2, K. Section 11, subsection 2, K. That section, it talks about the functions of the director. So, K, it says um, the director shall be responsible for the enforcement. This is about enforcement. Regulation and monitoring of regulations and other related matters in accordance with this. Without leading the generality of subsection 1, the functions of the director shall be to, now we go to K, we report any elected public officer, minister, or any other listed public, any other listed public officer who, in the opinion of the director, may properly be dealt with by the monitoring committee to the monitoring committee. If such listed public officer fails to comply with the provisions of this act, so, anything reported to the monitoring committee, it is now the monitoring committee that has to deal with it. So, maybe just to, it, it was just an amplification of uh, a very good question which you like to ask, which indeed uh, all of us definitely have asked. Um, so, that at least we are on the same page. Thank you.